Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. From roommates to co-hosts, this is The Back Check with Brendan Azoff and Stefan Rosner. Your go-to destination for New York hockey and NHL news. And now it's time to drop the puck. Here are your hosts, Brendan Azoff and Stefan Rosner. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Back Check. This is the Rangers Playoff Preview I'm your host, Brendan Azoff, and this is exciting. It's been five years in the making. The Rangers' last playoff appearance was back in 2017. We remember the sad ending that happened there. John Gabriel Pajot and the Ottawa Senators eliminating the Rangers from the playoffs, starting up the Rangers' rebuild, and it has been a very quick turnaround. They've still been competitive throughout the rebuild, and now they're officially back in the postseason. It's an exciting time to be a Rangers fan. Obviously, a lot of people knew that the Rangers were going to be competing for a playoff spot this year, but not many people could have guessed that they would have finished second in the Metropolitan Division, fighting the Carolina Hurricanes for first, really until the bitter end there. They finished the year at 52-24-6 and for 110 points in the first season under Gerard Gallant, which is just really an incredible season by any stretch of the imagination. It's tied for the second most wins in franchise history, tied with, ironically, the 1993-94 team that we all know wound up winning the Stanley Cup. So really gives you some type of goosebumps there when you're thinking about what this Rangers team can do. And they have the star power. They have the goaltending. They have the defensive help now. They got the veteran guys. They brought the physical presence in. They brought in the veteran head coach. And so far, it all has seemed to pan out. And then, of course, we had the trade deadline. Everyone was kind of worried about what Chris Jury would do in his first trade deadline as the New York Rangers general manager. And what does he do? He goes out gets Frank Vetrano early from the Florida Panthers for a fourth-round pick. Vetrano wound, he winds up playing amazing hockey so far with the Rangers. We'll see if that carries over 
into the postseason. And of course, the big acquisition was Andrew Kopp from the Winnipeg Jets. Andrew Kopp has come in. He's been on that second line with Artemi Panarin and Ryan Strom for the most part since he's been here. And it's been magic. I mean, we talk about bread and butter with Strom and Panarin, but you know, you might have to come up with a new nickname there because Cop seems to fit in just as well as Strom did initially with Panarin. And when the three of them are on a line together, it really has been awesome. And the Rangers now truly have a 1A, 1B type setup on the top six. And then, of course, you got the kids line. So that's kind of how it's shaping up per Vince Mercagliano at practice today, heading up into the postseason. We do have Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, and Frank Vitrano as the top line. Artemi Panarin, Ryan Strom. And Andrew Kopp are the second line. Alexi Lafreniere, Philip Edel, and Capo Caco are line three. So you got the kids line going to be featured in the postseason, which is just exciting. If you're not excited for that line to get some postseason experience as a Rangers fan, then this whole rebuild has just blown by you and you have not been paying attention. And then the fourth line is going to likely be Dryden Hunt, Barkley Goodrow, and Kevin Rooney to start. Ryan Reeves is skating with them as well. Based on how the temperature of the series is, that's, I think, when you see Ryan Reeves. Reeves is a big locker room guy. He's going to be a presence that's going to be felt throughout whether he's playing or not. But if the Pittsburgh Penguins get a little bit chippy, and we saw at the end of the regular season, the last game and last meeting when the Rangers won 3-0, what happened at the end of that. So that type of atmosphere would be a call for Ryan Reeves. But the odds are the top nine is going to see the bulk of the minutes, and that's going to be where the bulk of the offense comes from. Looking at the Rangers leaders this season, Chris Kreider, obviously the massive year, tied Adam Graves' mark of 52 goals for second in Rangers history. Artemi Panarin finished the year with 96 points, even with missing the last two games due to precautionary measures. Him and Andrew Kopp seem in line to play in game one, which is awesome. We also saw Tyler Mott at the shirt jerseys off our back. Uh, walking out with no sling, anything like that. So that could be a positive sign that maybe if the Rangers do go on a mini run here that we could see him later on in the postseason. And then, of course, your odds are on Vesna favorite and the one who should win the Vesna and should uh, be considered for the Hart Trophy. If you read my latest article for the Hockey Writers, you see the numbers there. Igor Shesterkin, 36-13-4, and four, a 2.07 goals against average, 9.35 save percentage, and six shutouts this season. Just remarkable what he was able to do. And he really carried the Rangers throughout the early part of the season. They played the Penguins four times this year, and they beat the Penguins three out of those four times. They lost the opening matchup and then won the last three. The Rangers outscored the Penguins 11-4 to over those four meetings, uh, and that includes an Igor Shesterkin shutout of the Penguins in the last meeting, 3 nothing. Tristan Jari also had to shut out in the first meeting against the Rangers. That was a one nothing game, the Penguins' lone win. So really, there's a lot of confidence that comes for the Rangers right now. When you flip it, uh, flip it to the other side and you look at the Pittsburgh Penguins, they finished third in the Metropolitan Division with a record of 46-25-11. and They had 103 points this season, so they finished seven points back of the Rangers' 110. And they have a little bit of a goaltending dilemma right now, not because DeSmith is pushing Jari for the starting job, but because Tristan Jari is banged up. He has a foot injury. He's been listed as week to week. They're not sure when exactly he will come back. A lot of people get that adrenaline rush come postseason time, but for the goaltending position, if you are not 100%, that could be detrimental to a team's success. So I wouldn't be surprised if Casey DeSmith actually did start this series until Jari was 100% healthy. 
that's something that is going to be an issue for the Pittsburgh Penguins. We saw Tristan Jari last year against the New York Islanders have a very rough postseason series. In fact, he was a laughing stock of the NHL's first round for a while. It was really tough to watch him, couldn't seem to make any big saves. The Islanders had their way with him on the glove side especially, and this was going to be that time where he came back and kind of tried to prove that he could bounce back from a bad postseason last year. But the Rangers now will be looking at either him or DeSmith. Jari was 34-18-6 and six with a 2-4-2, 9-19 save percentage and four shutouts. And DeSmith was 11-6-5 with a 2-7-9, a 9-14 save percentage and three shutouts. I don't think either of these two netminders really intimidates the Rangers very much. They beat Jari multiple times this season. Casey DeSmith is a career backup. He's had moments as of late where he has played well. But the Rangers have the offensive firepower to be able to beat both of these uh, guys, whether it's the Smith or Jari in goal. The Pittsburgh Penguins leaders were Jake Gensel and Sidney Crosby with 84 points. And Jake Gensel led the team with 40 goals as well. Obviously, they have Evgeny Malkin, who missed uh, the early part of the season with injury. They have a lot of guys. They have Jeff Carter. They added Ricard Raquel. They have Brian Russ. This is a team that's also very good. I mean, anybody that's watched this regular season knows that there are eight teams that came out of the East, and all eight teams have 100 points, and all eight teams can very well make a run and go towards the Cup. It's just a matter of who's hot, who gets hot at the right time, and how you start off this postseason. When we come back from this quick commercial break, I'm going to dive into the X factors for each team, what I think is the key for the New York Rangers to win this first-round series against the Pittsburgh Penguins and we will discuss how the special teams will play an important factor as well. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner hi i'm maria and i'm mike and we're team Team ready black hills energy knows your home is where your heart is so they want you to be ready it's all about keeping you safe prepared and making your home as energy efficient as possible everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather be ready for anything Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Welcome back, everyone, to the Rangers playoff preview on the back check. I'm Brendan. So it's time to dive into the X factors. The Rangers and Penguins both have multiple. Obviously, the Penguins have the veteran edge here. The Rangers are the younger team, the team with less experience. And that always seems to play a little bit of a part into a playoff series. But to me, the biggest X factor, and I briefly just mentioned it prior to the break, is goaltending. The Penguins have a state of flux with their goaltending situation due to the injury to Tristan Jari. Jari is not the guy that you can rely on necessarily in a playoff series. And until he proves otherwise, that was always going to be in the back of everybody's mind. But now that he is injured as well, bringing into Smith to start a playoff series is not an ideal scenario by any stretch of the imagination, especially when the goaltender on the other side is the best goaltender in the NHL during the regular season in Igor Shesterkin. We mentioned his numbers. He's been dominant the entire length of this season. A couple of injury scares here and there, but other than that, he's been steadfast in goal. 
pretty much the sole reason that the Rangers were able to stay afloat early on, and he's continued to play that way throughout the course of the season. This is obviously his first real test in the postseason. The Carolina Hurricanes matchup in the bubble is something I don't really look at. He also only played one game in those three games, and that was when he was just getting started in the NHL. So this is his first real postseason test. It's really interesting to see how he'll be able to handle that pressure, but based on his track record of KHL success and success in his brief time in the NHL so far, it seems like he just wins no matter what the situation is, and that's something that the Rangers will hope continues in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The other X factor for me is going to be special teams. The Rangers' power play finished at 25.2%, and the penalty kill was 82.3%. When you look at the Pittsburgh Penguins, they were at 20.2%, and the penalty kill was at 84.4%. Whenever the Rangers seem to play a team that has a really good penalty kill, they do struggle entering the zone. I, I expect Pittsburgh to kind of step up on the blue line, try to limit the Rangers' ability to skate into the zone, make them dump it, make them try to recover it. That's where the Rangers, especially the second unit, do tend to struggle. The first unit, if they get stopped once, they kind of try to figure it out on the fly. But if the Rangers are able to get clean entries and are able to set up their power play, I do expect them to get a couple of power play goals and always special teams plays a huge part in the postseason. If the Rangers penalty kill can be able to limit the chances that the Pittsburgh Penguins power play gets and the Rangers power play continues their success from the regular season, this is going to be an uphill battle for the Pittsburgh Penguins right off the bat. The Rangers special teams has been crucial throughout the entire regular season. It's going to be crucial throughout the postseason when five-on-five offense is even harder to come by. So if you're already looking at a team that at most of the season was limited 5v5 when after the deadline they were much better, power plays, penalty kills, and winning the special teams battle is going to lead to winning the game and eventually winning the series. One of the biggest storylines is the Rangers' inexperience versus the Pittsburgh Penguins' experience. Obviously, Sidney Crosby leads this team three Stanley Cups. We all have seen the success of the Pittsburgh Penguins over the last 10 years. They seem to, no matter what their roster is, injury problems, anything, they seem to make the postseason and are always a threat. But they have been bounced in the first round the last several years, including last year by the aforementioned New York Islanders. Can the New York Rangers' young defensive core stop the Pittsburgh Penguins' veteran forward group in a postseason game? Will the pressure get to the Rangers? Will the moment get to the Rangers? It's not going to get to the Pittsburgh Penguins. These guys have all been there. They've all done it before. This is not a team that's going to be wowed by playing at MSG. They played at MSG every single season, it seemed like, when the Rangers were in the playoffs and going on their runs. So this is something where if the Rangers' young group is able to handle the pressure, I do think they'll be able to stop the Pittsburgh Penguins. You're not going to stop them entirely. Crosby, Malkin, Gensel, they're all going to get their points, but you have to limit them. And if you have Fox and Lingren playing well, Miller and Truba continuing to play well, and Schneider uh, with Nemeth or Braun, we'll see who actually gets that nod. But that's the group that's going to have to prove something, right? Fox, Lindgren, Miller, Schneider, these guys are all young. They haven't really had this experience yet. And it's going to be really interesting to see how they do it in their first meeting. And of course, their first meeting is against one of the most veteran teams in hockey. I believe the oldest team, actually, age-wise in hockey in the Pittsburgh Penguins. The other storyline and X factor is the Rangers' amazing regular season carrying over into the playoffs. What I mean by that, Chris Kreider set his career high with 52 goals. Had in touch 30 goals prior to that, will he be able to continue scoring in the postseason? Scoring has been something where throughout Kreider's career, he's either hot 
or really cold and he seems to disappear. And that's always been the thing that Rangers fans have gotten on him for. That was the reason a lot of Rangers fans were not happy with the contract they awarded him, but he made everybody realize what he could do this season by netting 52 goals. He does have a very sustainable way of scoring, going right to the front of the net, tips, rebounds. That type of way is how a lot of goals get scored, especially in the postseason. If he can continue to score goals at the rate he was during the regular season, the Rangers offense will be at a similar clip, and that's something that will carry over. Mika Zibanejad set a career high in points as well this year. Adam Fox, same thing. You have Artemi Panarin with 96 points. Can Kopp and Vitrano continue their success in their brief time as New York Rangers? All of that is a question mark leading into the postseason. Based on what we've all seen throughout the regular season and based on what the Rangers did, especially Vitrano and Kopp and the rest of the big names against Pittsburgh in their four games, there's no reason to think it won't. But whenever you see that Stanley Cup playoff uh, painted on the ice and whenever you hear the crowd and you feel the tension and the games get tighter, it, it is different and the offense is more limited and the chances are more limited and you have to capitalize on those few chances that you do get and you have to stop the other team from scoring when they do get their chances. So it's going to be a real interesting test to see if the Rangers young group and the Rangers career years can all continue and beat the Pittsburgh Penguins and their experience and they've they're been there, done that type of attitude. I also think that starting off with home ice advantage was huge, but that's only huge if you win those home games. Starting off with a series lead against the Pittsburgh Penguins is paramount here. We just mentioned the Rangers won the season series 3-1. They won the last three meetings. The Penguins realize that. This is not a team that's going to lay down. But if you win that first game, doubt does start to creep in their head. Forget the fact that they've lost the last three against the Rangers. The fact that they've been bounced in the first round starts to creep into their head. So getting a series lead here, is something that the Rangers are going to need. It also demoralizes the Penguins, but yet for the Rangers' perspective, the young kids now start to gain confidence. You lose that first game, and all of a sudden you go, okay, do we have what it takes to win? You start questioning it. And if you go down 0-2 at home, that's really tough. So winning that first game, trying to get out to a series lead is going to be crucial for the Rangers' success here. Ultimately, I do think the Rangers have too many weapons for the Pittsburgh Penguins this season. Pittsburgh's coming in kind of sputtering as of late. The Rangers did lose three before winning their last game against Washington, but we all know they were resting. They had injuries. Besides that little four-game hiccup there, the Rangers had been hot prior to that. I think that Shesterkin is single-handedly going to be a difference maker, similar to what Lundqvist used to do way back when, when they were playing the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I just think ultimately the Rangers do have too much firepower for the Penguins. And because of that, I do think that the New York Rangers are going to be victorious in the series. Right now, I have the Rangers winning it in six games. I could see it going five, depending on how they start it on home ice for the first two. But it is going to be a fantastic series. And for the first time in five years, Rangers fans, we get the chance to watch a postseason series. You think the regular season was stressful? I know I'm biting my nails come every single minute of every single postseason game. You you have your spot on the couch. You got to sit there. You got to make sure that your superstitions are being met because if God forbid the Rangers lose, you think it's on you. So I am ready for this stress. It's going to be a fun time. I think the Rangers have a legitimate chance to not only win this first round series, but to go on a mini run, depending on how much confidence they could have. They have all the weapons to do it. They have the biggest piece, which is the goaltending. They have a coach who's had that type of experience where he's taken a brand new team 
to the Stanley Cup final in the Vegas Golden Knights. And now he's taking a rebuilt team in the New York Rangers to a postseason berth in his first year there. It's going to be fun. Every single team in the East is loaded. Every single team in the East has the ability to make that run and to beat another team in this season series. The Florida Panthers, the President Trophy winners, they cannot take the Washington Capitals lightly because that's a team that has Alexander Ovechkin and has other weapons that could wind up actually upsetting them. So this is not something where the Rangers, just because they're the higher seed, are a shoo It's going to be a hard-fought series. I do think the Rangers win in six games, and I'm really excited to watch some postseason hockey. Thanks for sticking with us here on the back check for listening to this Rangers playoff preview. And I'm looking forward to talking to you all on social media throughout the series. The back check is your one-stop shop for NHL news and all things Rangers and Islanders. Thanks for sticking with us for this edition of the back check. Follow the show on social media at back check pod.